The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. You know, a thought occurred to me yesterday. I realized yesterday that next month, September, will be the two-year anniversary of this show being on the air from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. And in some respects, I feel like we just started yesterday. But in other respects, we've... I feel like we've always been on. We've done a great deal, and I'm very proud of the fact that we've been able to put together an incredible amount of ratings. We've been number one, I believe, in eight straight ratings books, something that was unprecedented for the overnight hours on uh, on WABC. I think actually on AM, any AM talk station in New York for a long time. And so I'd like to do something special. And I'm wondering if you have any ideas about something that could be done. Now, at first glance, I was thinking maybe we should try to have a listener party. And then I was thinking if we do a listener party, should we do it in Manhattan uh, because it's centrally located? Should we do it in a place like Staten Island? Or should we do somewhere a little more creative, maybe Atlantic City or somewhere in New Jersey? So I've just sort of been thinking out loud about what that would look like. Also, if you have any thoughts about what we should do on air, maybe we do something special uh, to commemorate our two-year anniversary on air. What we did for the one-year anniversary is I had the same guests that I had on our first show on our one-year anniversary show. So maybe there's an opportunity for that, or maybe we combine the two. Uh, We do a combination of uh, something on air and a listener party, maybe a live show from somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give it some thought, and uh, I'd love it if you would as well. You can email me your thoughts, your ideas, frank.morano at wabcradio.com, frank.morano at wabcradio.com. Ultimately, I'd like to do something that would be fun for people to listen to, but also an appropriate way to say thank you to our listeners and to our advertisers. So if you have any thoughts, email me. Let me know what you think. We're going to do an hour on space, astronomy, and more with Dr. Sky Steve Cates. If you have astronomy questions, space questions, anything that involves looking up, give me a call. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano, longtime New Yorker, very proud New Yorker. And like everybody that lived in this city 21 years ago, I remember September 11th and the September 11th attacks vividly. I remember them, unfortunately, like it was yesterday. I don't remember what I did yesterday or this morning, but I remember exactly what uh, the first meal that I ever had was after learning that the World Trade Center has been attacked. I mean, it was just such an unspeakable kick in the gut. Because it was such an emotional situation for me, and I think this is true of a lot of people that live in New York and lived through it at the time and lost friends during the September 11th attacks, I have actually never 
never been to the 9-11 Tribute Museum. Pretty much because I thought it was just too sad. It would be too sad for me to go to, and I figured, all right, I'll get there eventually, but I really don't feel the need to relive it because I relive it every time that I think about it. Now, maybe that's a myopic view, maybe it's short-sighted, and lo and behold, today, the 9-11 Tribute Museum is closing due to financial hardships stemming from the COVID pandemic. It's going to shift to a fully online format to continue telling victim stories and supporting those who are were affected by the attacks. Like a lot of things, maybe you don't really appreciate something until it's gone. And all I could think about uh, since seeing that story that the museum is closing today was how much I regret never having been there in the, I guess, 11 years or so that it's been open. I'm sorry I never got there. I'm curious if you're a New Yorker, not a tourist, but a New Yorker who lived through the September 11th attacks, who lost someone in the September 11th attacks. If you've been to the museum, what that was like for you emotionally, and are you glad that you went? I am hoping that uh, they're able to find a way to keep it open, and maybe they can reopen it down the line, but for the time being, it's going to be just online. Hey, speaking of September 11th, I and all the other WABC talk talent is going to be participating in the annual Tunnel to Towers Run Walk through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, the Huell Carey Tunnel. And uh, if you would like to support me, last year I raised more money than any other host on WABC, so I have a reputation to maintain. I'd like to do the same thing this year. So if you would like to make a small donation, I have the link to donate right on my Facebook page facebook.com slash moranofan facebook.com slash moranofan if you give $5 or $10 or $100 I'd certainly really appreciate it I since I raised the most money last year I think everybody is going to be gunning for me this year uh, to try and outraise me so we'll see what happens but I would appreciate your support if you can't find me on Facebook you can go, also go to t2t.org and find me through the events page there to be continued The Other Side of Midnight Local Spotlight. It's always a danger telling someone that you think they look like someone else because you don't know if they're going to find that person handsome or or pretty or whatever the case may be and you hate to insult them. For instance, I was at the bank yesterday and uh, they said to me, oh, we need to, we need an updated dated driver's license for you. And I handed them my driver's license and this driver's license photo is about 10 years old and I don't think it's a good photo. I think I look awful in this uh, driver's license photo. I feel like I'm a lot heavier in the driver's license photo than I am in real life. So I think it's a horrible photo. But the woman at the bank said to me, boy, you're one of the few people that looks just like their photo in their driver's license. I said, oh, I am? I guess I'm not nearly as handsome as I think I am. Anyway, Friday, we had this great event out in Suffolk County. Big thank you to not only Frank McKay, the president of WABC's Long Island Division, but to all the great listeners that showed showed up and, uh, and joined me at that. Mason Pinsler, uh, Joe from Ronkonkoma, Lynn, Charlotte, uh, Nicholas Grassi, a number of others. It was great to meet so many of you. But there was one woman there that I was very interested in meeting that I've heard a lot about and never met before. And it's a Republican candidate for Congress in New York's first district. This is the district that Lee Zeldin is representing. And obviously he's leaving to run for governor. So there's a wide open Republican and Democratic primary contest. So this woman's name is Michelle Bond. And I'd heard a lot about her. Never met her before, never seen her before. And I noticed when I met her, she looks a lot like my colleague here at WABC, Rita Cosby. And I didn't really think much of it. I just said hello, talked to her for two minutes and moved on. So then, um, a little later, 
Mason Pimsler comes over to me and he points towards Michelle Bond and he says, hey, is that Rita Cosby? I said, no, it's funny. I thought she looked like her too. It's not her. A little bit later, Jeffrey Gurian comes over to me, points at Michelle Bond and says, is that Rita Cosby? And I said, no. And he said, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you told me. I was just about to go over and give her a hug. Yesterday, my wife and I are watching Jeopardy and Michelle Bond's commercial comes on. And I told her that same story I just told you. She said, that's so funny. I was watching that commercial and I thought the same thing, that that was Rita Cosby. I think Michelle Bond is very pretty. So I told Rita last night that I think it looks like, I think that she looks like Michelle Bond, and I told her that Mason thought so, and Jeffrey and my wife, and she said, oh, you have to send me a photo of her. Now, I'm wondering, did I talk myself into some trouble? Should I not have sent, said that, and now I have to send a photo? What if Rita doesn't think she's pretty? She's gonna think I insulted her. So maybe I'll just let it go and not say anything. I don't know, let me know what you would do. Frank.Morano at WABCRadio.com. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. One more hour to go. Don't go anywhere. Hey, I want to clarify something I said an hour or two ago. So the, the, I mentioned earlier that the 9-11 Tribute Museum is closing its New York City location after more than 15 years and going fully online. I think maybe I misunderstood the initial reporting or maybe I didn't appropriately convey it to you because evidently the main 9-11 Memorial Museum, the National September 11th Memorial Museum, is still staying open. So the regular main museum is staying open, but apparently this adjunct museum, which is funded by an individual, that's the one that's closing. So it's still sad, but according to Joan, who emailed me, it's sad, but the way I conveyed it, it was kind of inaccurate. So sorry about that. I want to remind you that if you haven't already done so, please make a contribution to my efforts to this year's Tunnel to Towers race. Uh, This is a 5K run walk. I'm probably going to walk it. I I like to run once in a while, and 5K is a short distance, something even I can do. But when you're running through tunnels and there's so many people there, I kind of think I'm better off just walking it. So if you want to make a donation, uh, you can go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Morano fan. I have the link right up there. You can make a donation, $5, $10, whatever it is. I'd certainly appreciate it. And lastly, some of you might remember the series of one-hour interviews that I've done with Johnny Russo, who played Carlo in The Godfather and uh, has done so many other interesting things. And he's just a, a fascinating guy. He's almost like the Italian Forrest Gump. The guy has been everywhere. There's been a whole resurgence in The Godfather because of the 50th anniversary of the picture and because of the Paramount Plus series the offer and they're doing a screening of the godfather at the saint george theater in staten island and who's going to be at the screening well none other than johnny russo now i might end up going to that but i'd really like to get johnny russo back on the radio to talk about the screening talk about whatever else he's up to and yet so far he has rebuffed all of my invitations to do so so if anyone out there interacts with johnny russo or knows johnny russo or can it Be in touch with him on Instagram or anywhere else. Tell him you miss hearing him on the radio with me, and you'd love to have him back. We'll see what happens, I guess. Beam me up. To be continued.